Well, our moms think we're funny. And now, the conclusion to our previous discussion. So, so to, to kind of, even though we've, I think we've, we've, we've not quite beaten this horse into glue yet, but we're getting there. Uh, we're getting there. Uh, to put into like a different context, let's say that I'm like, I, I stand with the plight of women and I took a picture of myself in a dress with like some fake boobs <laughs> and, and a wig. They're like, no, you really don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't. And I don't really know what you're trying to achieve with that picture there. You know, that, that you make an ugly woman. Well, I could have told you that. <laughs> you know, Dr. Frankenfurter. But I like, I don't. You mean you didn't change the world with your, with your cover of sex type thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I don't like, I mean, cause that's really what the equivalent of this is, but I am going to say, and this kind of pains me some, but as we've been talking about it, and I think, you know, we're talking about this and we're kind of talking about this fresh, really, cause we, outside of like a one or two, like since text, we didn't really go into any detail, but as, as we're talking mm-hmm. it through and I, you know, I'm getting a, a different, I don't want to say perspective, but I'm looking at it slightly different. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give a, not a full pass, but I'm going to give a minor pass to Charcoal Chick. <laughs> you mean the one with the chest tattoo that says Corona is the new Messiah? I, I guess, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, one that, the one that went full out Tar Baby, right? Yeah. I'm going to give a slight pass to her. She, she's not forgiven in any way. But I'm saying out of, out of everybody that... Uh, that create that you know that did that that was just like you know completely wrong she ranks like above them <laughs> and this is why because as we've as we talked about it it's hers you can tell by the piss poor job she did that it was purely impulsive <laughs> It was. She grabs maybe even accidental. <laughs> she grabs some shit that she found like right there in the house and slapped that on. It's like, bam! I'm taking a picture. <laughs> now, now the the many shades of black chick. She I put at the bottom because that probably took her an hour or more. Now it's like an hour or more that she had to think about what she was doing and be like, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> and as she did every like color pie slice on her face that was a moment to be like <laughs> maybe i should stop now now after you after you got to like you're on, on like like pie slice like seven of eight you're like <laughs> okay i'm so far gone now i really just have to finish this up <laughs> i gotta come in now right like at some point you know maybe after you're looking at your fourth or fifth reference picture where it's like you know Maybe this isn't the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, we're, when you're at that point, you're like, I can, I can stop, I can stop, you know. So yeah, so her, I put at the bottom because like you had ample opportunity, you know. Charcoal chick, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably two minutes after she posted, she was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Puts out the tweet, guys, how do I delete an Instagram story? <laughs> My phone was just hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I mean, Pie Slice Chick, yeah, she's definitely low on the rankings, but what about this guy who couldn't even be arsed to, like, completely finish his armpit? It's the same thing we've talked about with, like, the body paint people at cons. I don't think I, I don't think I saw, I just saw the, the people at the top. I don't think I went any further than that. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a guy who's apparently in a very large group, and yeah, he, he did a really bad job. Oh, I just don't understand what people are thinking here. Oh, I just, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, to take, to take a, a, a slightly more serious tone is with everything going on, uh, from my perspective, I'm going to, I'm not scared per se, because I'm, I'm generally not the scared type. Now, I get concerned and I may get a little worried. I'm not the scared type, but I will say that with everything that's going on, uh, it is scary for me mm-hmm. because it's it's one of those things where you could, as, as, as you know, more stuff is kind of coming out and being reported and, and that kind of stuff, you could do everything right and still find yourself in a bad situation and or, or not do anything at all and find yourself in a bad situation. And, and I, this happens to people all over. And so it's not like this is, is, it's only happening to one group of people or one section of people only happening in one part of the country, you know, but I, I think, you know, as, uh, as more stuff is being <clears throat> reported on, you see that it's 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 a a higher volume with certain people than it is with others. Oh yeah, yeah. and 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 like I said, and I'm I'm the kind of guy that's always just you know like I I've I've been I don't know, say the victim of but I've I've had racist encounters and I'm not the, I'm not the person to, 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 you know, cry racism whenever something happens. Generally, that's the last thing I go to. Um, and, and there, I'm sure there've been times where, you know, you know, whatever the, the situation was, was, was probably racist. And I just dismiss it as, Oh, well, you know, it, they they don't like me because you know maybe I did something wrong maybe I pissed on the cat I I don't know you know but I but it what I didn't automatically automatically go to that and it, that probably was the reason why you know whatever it was happened <clears throat> you know um like 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 that time I was gonna I was gonna go into uh I was gonna go to this uh, this play and the guy was like. Your black ass ain't coming in here, and I was like, "No, oh, that's not racist. He just doesn't like me." <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm thinking, maybe, maybe I mean, if you really knew me, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, uh, I mean, it's it, it's it's just crazy, and yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, just like it seems to me like it's you know, and I have a lot of people have thrown around the term that it's a systemic problem, but I mean that's that's the only word I can really like really latch onto with what we've seen in the past two and a half three weeks at the time of this recording is that you know this is this is a systemic thing this is you know a complete lack of accountability and you know it's 
it's bad. Like it's it's really really bad. Yeah, and what I said what what I think is scary about it is that you know, like I said, you could do everything right or not do anything at all and find yourself you know in in, in a bad situation. But when I stop and I think about it, is that um, I kind of feel powerless in a sense. Um, and because if someone were to approach me in the wrong way, uh, and you know, I had a, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know anybody's name, so it's not like, yeah, like I'm, you know, afraid to call somebody out. I mean, and even if I did know their name, I'm not going to try to start something and, you know, slander, libel, whatever, but I'm just going to say, uh, not too long ago. And, uh, I think I told you about this, like shortly after it happened, um, I was, uh, you and I were at a, at a comic con and I was looking, I was looking through a, um, through a box of, uh, of like dollar books and I'm digging through this box of dollar books and this older white guy comes up and he kind of, kind of pushed in. He's like, and I'm, I'm looking through the box and he's like, it's like, uh, Hey, can I just, can I just finish here? I start early, but I had to go back over here and he's like, I got to get back to my table. I'm like, well, I got a table too. Right. Um, so right. Yeah, that, that doesn't make you anything special. Um, and, and the thing is he tried to use this, this, uh, kind of passive aggressive, like, forceful way of getting what he wanted. And so he kind of like said, just kind of Bogart's in there and he's like, you know, uh, yeah, I just want to finish this up because I was, you know, I had, was looking through this box already and I had to go away and everything. I got to get back to my table. And he's like, you know, just, uh, just, you know, you, you just, just, just say, you know, that it's white privilege. Right. Right. And, and I didn't even acknowledge, I mean, I moved from where I was all the way to the other end of where the boxes were. And I didn't say anything to him. I didn't say like, fuck you, kiss my ass. Yeah, whatever. You can have it. I just I just stepped away from him and just moved as far away as I could. And it was. In my mind, first off, I'm like. You're an asshole. This has nothing to do with race at all. You're just an asshole. And you think that you're entitled to do something, do whatever you want just because you feel like you're special, which has nothing to do with race. You just think that for some reason that people should just, you know, this is what I want. You walked away, you know, it like if I was standing in line to get like fucking concert tickets, I walk away, you know, go have dinner and come back. You, you can't expect me to like get back in line or like me be like, Oh, Hey, um, yeah, I was going to be in the queue to get tickets first before anybody else. And so I'm just coming back to get like, no, like I should have first pick. I'm like, no, you, you walked away. And then, and then he's going to toss this, like this, like this kind of passive aggressive shot to, to kind of get some kind of reaction from me to then justify his actions. And I, and I was just like, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to walk away. I'm not going to acknowledge you at all or say anything to you. Yeah, but it was, but it's like, I mean, if if you'd been exhibiting at cons for any length of time, you would know if you have a table, that doesn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> it's like you're officially at the bottom of the pecking order then. And the thing is... <laughs> we know firsthand. He, and he, he, he was an exhibitor. He was a vendor. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you're selling the very thing that you're looking through 
this is nothing special for you. Uh, you know, it's right. so, and, and then the, the thing was, he was looking for something to get something out of that, not just to get his way, but again, to, to justify his actions by getting some kind of reaction out of me. In which case, what I had to do was just walk away, which is the yeah. right thing to do. You know, I'm not going to say many times or often, but it's the right thing to do when you can. Right. right. Unfortunately, though, right now, the way things are, it seems like I feel like the only thing I can ever do is walk away from a situation. I can't stand up for myself because if I were to stand up for myself, it becomes a he said, they said, where my voice is very small and their voice is very loud. And oh, even in even with the, the differences in that, there's also just absolutely no accountability there. It's like, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't be able to list a dozen examples off the top of my head without even thinking hard of situations where there's absolutely no accountability you know yeah it's just it's it's ridiculous and i said and <clears throat> that's what scares me is that you know i can have people you know if if something were to happen you know in which case you know i either you know you know my uh my emotions get the best of me or i just you know refuse to back down that anything can be said. So if, if there's no, if there's nothing there to document the situation, anything can be said. And that would, that would be given more weight than anything I said. Mm -hmm. In which case, no matter what, I'm going to be either on the losing end of a battle, or I'm just going to automatically be the bad guy. In which case, only thing I can ever do is walk away, and and that's what I find scary is that I feel like at, like right now I don't have the power to stand up for myself. Yeah, and and that makes me feel kind of kind of horrible because, I mean, how would you feel as just anybody if you didn't have the power? Because everybody out there, everybody in the world, and this is getting really preachy. I fucking hate this, but everybody out there in the world. And I don't care who you are, whether you're born rich, born poor, whether you're still rich, whether you're still poor, you know, you have had a situation where you were were powerless or felt powerless. And it fucking sucks. It does. And you and I have talked about that many times, that that is one of the things I hate absolutely more than anything is feeling powerless. I, I cannot stand feeling like my hands are tied. And that's kind of how I feel right now is that yeah. that there's nothing I can do and in which case you know and it's it, it's 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 kind of, it's kind of like the like you know like the the like the, the bully kid in school mm-hmm. where if there's nobody there to to you know to stand up for them then everybody's going to bully them because they can get away with it yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, whether whether they have anything against them or not, be like, you know, everybody's going to bully this person now because they can get away with it. And and I kind of feel that's kind of the position that I'm 
kind of it being in is like it's not just a matter of just looking out for myself. It's just now I've now I'm I'm just that 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 kid in school again that you know is just looking out for the kick me sign. Right, yeah. Which, by the way, well, I just have to say, that's the stupidest fucking thing. And I, I, I know I always say this stupid, but no, this ranks really high on the stupidest fucking thing is a kick me sign. Like someone would ever intentionally put a sign on the back that says kick me. And you take that, you're supposed to take that as, oh, well, they asked me to. Really? Really? I mean, come on. Apparently we went to different schools because I've had the ever-loving shit kicked out of me because of their signs. But, right, but I'm saying, <laughs> but who would ever actually put a kick-me sign on there? And who would actually look at that and be like, well, I guess he really wants me to kick him. Like, no, no. Well, <laughs> like, that, that was never consent, you know? <laughs> kick me is not consent. I mean, no, <laughs> no one in their right mind would do that. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like once upon a time, cameras and, you know, like people being aware that they were being filmed was a little bit of a safeguard, you know, that it was like, oh, well, you know, your ass is getting filmed that can show up in court. But we've hit the point here in 2020 because it's just an ape shit crazy year that like they don't even care about that. The, the lack of accountability is so prevalent that they are surrounded by people filming them at all times and it's, it's not checking their behavior at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, at some point for me, it registers in my head, oh, wait, I'm being recorded. I may not want to be as much of a jackass as I would be were there, you know, no cameras on me. But I'm not seeing that here in this situation. I'm I'm just seeing, and we've talked about this, you know, I've seen literal fucking war crimes take place in the past two weeks. That's crazy. I shouldn't be able to say that about America in 2020. <laughs> but, you know, I will say this. Um, and it's those people that are, that are doing stuff that are being filmed and they're not changing anything about their behavior. Mm-hmm. Part of me says, I'm glad to see that because if they did say, oh, well, I'm being filmed, let me change how, you know, how I'm acting, it doesn't change who you are. We just don't see it. Mm-hmm. So you're right, still right. the same person. It's just now when you realize that, that, you, that there could be repercussions, you don't act that way. But if there were no cameras on you, you would act that way. So the fact that you're not changing your behavior just because someone's filming, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy to see that. Again, there should be some accountability to be like, yes. But I think the other part of it is for me, and it sounds like a, like a defeat, but the other part of it is, okay, so let me ask you, Akomi, if at some point, somebody told you that, you know, not being racist was wrong and that you should be racist. And they they gave you like, they gave you all this, you know, this this proof, the documentation like that, you know, racism was the way to go. Is that going to change your belief? No, I mean, like it, morality has to has to stand on like its own principle. So what, what, what if, what if people got around like a big circle and just kept telling you like, you know, uh, loving people is wrong. 
loving people is wrong. Hate is the way. Hate is great. You know, would, 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 that, would, that, would, that, change, would that change you? I've never gone with majority opinion on anything, as you know. <laughs> so when I look at some of these things, I look and I say, um, just because you're showing this to people and people are losing their jobs or, you know, and I, I, I do think it's nice that people are being, you know, outed for the things that they do that, you know, that endanger other people's lives or their well-being for for no reason at all right i don't i don't i'm not happy with them being doxxed that's uncalled for that's pretty worrisome yeah, yeah i mean saying yeah this is the person there there's their, their name you know what should be given to authorities and that kind of stuff but putting it all out there on the internet and then saying like here's their first dog and you know like uh and uh, like the, it, this where they live there's you know that, that's that's too it's not information I need to know. It's not information I'm going to do anything with. You know, I I know their name and and I don't even really need to know their name. Just the authorities need to know their name and let them handle it. I don't need to know who the fuck they are. And you know, unless of course, like you know, they're on the run. Like you know, the the renegade racist is on the run. We believe that now he's in Georgia. Like you know, then then I might need to know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. We're going we're gonna to put out a cold plaid alert to, you know, look out. You know, they're being racist everywhere. Be like, okay, here's a, here's a cold plaid alert. I, I need to be on the lookout for the renegade racist. But Hide your wife. Hide your kids. <laughs> they're being racist to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need to know that. But as long as, right, as, long right. as you know, the authorities know that, that's, that's fine. But – the, I guess what, when I look at it, though, the one thing I, I key in on is that you can say all you want and you and these people can be out it and they can lose their jobs, but it's not going to change their point of view. If anything, I'm going to be like, now I'm even more pissed off because these ninjas over here cost me my job. You know, right. they took our jobs. I mean, so that that's just going to enrage me even more. And all of your, you know. All of, and I'm not saying that you know protesting all that kind of stuff isn't good, but I'm like, all of this animosity that's being tossed their way is really just strengthening them into like I was always right to feel the mm -hmm. you know, to feel this way. <laughs> this is why I hated those people in the first place. Exactly. So I'm like, it, I mean, the the real way to 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 combat that is to have a sit down, a discussion with them. You know, mm -hmm. it, and it's not a one time thing. Which I don't think is ever really going to happen, but you can't do that as a big group, you know. And and again, the person has to be open to it, you know. It's you know, it's like trying to get me to like you know eat asparagus, but like, no, I you know, no, no, right? It's it's just not. It's a hard no for me. That's just not going to happen. So, so it's you know, if if the person's open to it, then that already says that you know that they're in some way in maybe either have some some doubts or you know they're 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 curious about you know you know the the other side or or whatever it is but a person that is solid in their belief no matter what their belief is you're not really going to change them and everything you're doing is really just strengthening them. i'm not saying that these people need to keep their jobs or whatever it's not really my place to say if their employer says you know hey i don't like the you know what you've been doing and 
you know, the damage that you're portraying that reflect negatively upon us, that's for them to, to, to handle, you know? Um, I just know I don't want to interact with that person. Like if, if I can, I, if I can still do business with your company and never have to interact with them and them not have to interact with anything I do or make any decisions that affect me, I'm not going to say I'd be happy, but I wouldn't call for someone to lose their job. You know, it's, that, that's a, that's a dicey thing that you want to get into. It says, right. you know, we need to destroy this person's whole life. Yeah, I don't agree with them, but that's not really solving the problem. Again, that's just making them, you know, hate you more. It's one thing for me to just to hate somebody and be like, I don't have anything to do with these with these, you know, these people. But then when you when you start to ruin my life now, it's like now I want to take adverse action against them. It's gone for just I don't want to have to be involved with you to now. I want to do something horrible to you. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's, well, I think it's so many it's it's so many shades of gray. We'd actually have to find a new spectrum in order to really <laughs> to put it all in the, into context. Yeah, I, I think everybody involved here just needs to understand two wrongs don't make a right. You know, it's like at at some point somebody has to take the moral high ground here. Somebody has to say here's the right thing to do, and you focus on that. And, you know, yeah, that's that's really idealistic. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying that as, you know, oh, well, you know, this, you know, we, we've talked about this before. We have a really, you know, as comic fans, as superhero fans, we have a really idealistic worldview of, you know, we, we want the right thing to prevail. And that's why we fixate on these types of stories that we do. That's true. But, you know, at, at some point, it has to hit the point where saying, no, just because party A did wrong doesn't give you a pass to do wrong and it's like it's uh, that's that's the whole thing here for me is that it's like it doesn't matter if you're protester cop whatever it's like you if if you break the law that needs to be dealt with if you do it yeah like there's so many cops breaking the law there's so what whatever it's uh it's just, you know, we, we can't just continually having people say, well, this person did this, so I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. At some point, somebody needs to take the moral high ground here. Yeah, I, I would I would say this. Um, again, I, I'm not, I'm not, eating, I'm not eating, eating asparagus. I don't, I, don't, I don't care. I'm not eating asparagus, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I don't, I don't fucking like asparagus. But when I go to the grocery store and I'm over in, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the fresh like vegetables section. I just, I shop around asparagus. I don't, I don't set <laughs> asparagus on fire, you know, and say, <laughs> and say like, like, because I don't like it. Nobody should eat it. I just, I just, you know, I'm like, okay, some people like it. That's great for them. I don't like it. I won't have anything to do with it. I'll eat all these other vegetables, but I'm not touching that motherfucker, right? I just, it, <laughs> I, and I think again, it's not necessarily the the approach that I want people, everybody, to take with it, but it's not really a bad approach to say that I don't have to be involved with it at all. I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, stand outside the grocery store being like, you know, saying, you know. Like, don't buy asparagus. And like, they, they sell asparagus in there. They should stop. But like, no, that's that's not necessary at all. You can just be like, hey, I don't like asparagus. And, and then and then j- that just be it. You know, and you even have you don't have to like walk around telling everybody you don't like it. You don't have to wear a sign that says, you know, asparagus is the devil's fruit. You know, like you don't. You just you can just be like, 
yeah, okay, it's not my thing, and and I'm. And, Are you listening, CrossFit trainers? <laughs> it, it, it's not my thing, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, stay clear, steer clear of it. I, I think that that's, I think that that's really. If you can't take any other approach to it, I think that's reasonable. I think if every other option is exhausted, yeah, that's that's definitely possible. Yeah. Now, I mean, I I do at least want to say, you know. I think if your job required you to partake of asparagus and you, as you said, you're not going to do asparagus, then you should probably find another job, you know? Right, most definitely. <laughs> if there's no way you can functionally do your job and if you hate asparagus to the point that it's impeding on your capacity to do your fucking job, then find other work. I'm just going to say that much. Yeah. I, I think I think that carries the analogy far enough for people to get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, if you're vegan, then obviously you can't work at a butcher shop. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you might need to find another job. That's just how it is. Because <laughs> nobody wants a vegan butcher. Right. Because so. <laughs> you can't be like, like yeah, well, I'll, I'm going to continue to to butcher for you, but it only has to be vegetables. But like, uh, Please send your vegan meats. Right. <laughs> Did, did you hear about the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone? What? Did you hear about the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone? No. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, I did okay, hear about so. that. <laughs> they sequestered off like six blocks and were like, we're an autonomous zone. Fuck the government. And everybody's like, this is this is anarchy. And it's like, no, this is not anarchy. They have a leader. That, that's Im- immediately the anti-definition of anarchy. But they're like on the second day, they ran out of food. <laughs> And they put on Twitter, please send your vegan meats. <laughs> uh, like, you didn't think this through at all, did you? <laughs> I, actually, I'm just, I, yeah, I mean, if, if you, uh, again, I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I think that there's, there's enough, you know, is that there's enough room in this world for everybody to just be like, yeah, I think we can all just live. That, that's it. I'm not even gonna say live happily. I long for us to live peacefully. Just live. You know, you do your shit. I'll do my shit. You know, and then let just let that be it. Um, I, I don't. I don't and, know. and I've tried to exp- I've tried to explain to people that you know that that's really what anarchy is all about. Everybody thinks that it's this V for Vendetta, blow up the government kind of shit, and it's not. It's like people just want to live their lives. Just let people live their lives without having to be constantly in fear of shit hitting the fan you know and that's 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 really it but you know i i will say you know i you know people are talking and i think the talks that should have happened 200 years ago are finally starting to happen yeah and i and i've said this before uh which is you know i talking i think is a great thing having a conversation is a great thing having a debate is not a great thing you know because in, in a debate all you do is you bring all your arguments to the table. They bring all their arguments to the table. And neither one of you really listens to the other person. Only thing you do is you just have you have your, you know, your response gun ready. And it's designed to shoot down anything they say. But neither one of you will listen to one another. A discussion. Have discussion. You know, and that's that's I think that's really all all I want is just people just have a discussion. And in the end, be like. I know for me, something that I have a hard time with, and I've, I've talked to you about this, is because of just how I work and how my brain works, I feel like I need to know everything. And it's been really hard for me to 
to work through and say, I don't know why this decision was made and I will never know. And I have to be okay with that. I, I have to be okay with, uh, with just saying the decision was this and I'll never know why. Um, and, and that's going to be okay. And, right. and I think that that's what some people also need to do is just be able to say, I may never know why. And like understanding why a person feels this way or why a person, you know, like lives this way, but I don't need to know. It doesn't really involve me to the point that I need to know. All I just have to say is, okay, that's what they do. And I think sometimes people get so hung up on, I don't understand. And, and because I don't understand, then it's, it, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's wrong to me, but yeah, in some ways, like, I don't understand, so it's wrong to me, and, and therefore, it's, it's just plain wrong. And it's like, yeah, but you have to realize that you're never going to understand. Just like, just like what started this whole conversation with these people wanting to, in some cases, I think, do the right thing. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you, you really can't, understand as much as you probably want to um and i'm not and again I'm, I'm not trying to i'm not trying to turn anybody away from helping anyone you know but i'm just that again going back to what they did you you have to understand and you can't just like what you're talking about with your grandmother you can't understand no matter how close your situation may have been you can't understand and you just have to accept that I'm not going to fully be able to understand. And again, that's okay. It's not my job to understand. My job is to acknowledge and then just be, you know, it just, it, it just acknowledge it and say that, you know, if you can say that, yeah, I think you're right, then that's great. And if you say that, I think you're wrong, not that you can't voice your, your opinion, say, I think that's wrong. But, you know, it, you can, you don't have to, I guess, forcefully disagree. You know, and that's, that's right. wrong because right. there's sometimes when, you know, when you do have to forcefully disagree. That, that's the problem with this whole discussion, which, I, God, we failed when we kept saying we didn't want to talk about it, which is that <laughs> it's it's not cut and dry. You can't just, you can't just apply a simple fix to it and say, this is how things should be. Yeah, there's there's not like this sweeping net solution, and yeah, it's it's that's why I just you know I, it's so simplistic for me to say, but I just keep going back to it. it's just it's just bad. Yeah, I'd... and you know there's a lot of people just throwing out these like one word solutions to everything we're seeing in America right now. It's like. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that snapping our fingers and just immediately all racist cops disappearing, I don't think that that's immediately going to make every problem we've ever had with police brutality vanish, you know? Uh, it's, and I mean, like, and there, there, I think there's deeper problems within that we're not seeing for the current situation. And I want to make just one, one point here. Um, and, and this is the only point I'm going to make about uh, specifically about this, which is that 
I don't necessarily feel that it's a matter of racist police. I think it's a matter of of people, this brutal and aggressive people mm-hmm. that I, I some that. some may be racist, but others are just they're just aggressive and they're just brutal people, and that's being taken out on you know whoever happens to be there and. It just so happens to be this person or these group of people, you know, for whatever reason. And and that's just how it is. You know, it's it. And the thing is, when when it's in, when it's engaged in your occupation, there are more eyes on it than when it's not. And I think if you looked at it in their private life, some of these people are just as brutal and aggressive to other people in their regular life. So it's not necessarily that they're quote unquote racist. They're just mean people for whatever they're just reason. bad people. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and I'm not going to say that this applies to like everything that we're seeing going on here, but I think for a lot of these people that we're looking at, the racism that we see is kind of a symptom and not necessarily the root. It's, it's like, it's, it's like you said, they're brutal people, they're bad people, they're violent people, and that kind of extends into them taking, like, be, like doing racist things. Yeah. I don't know if I'm phrasing that quite as well as I should be. But. Well, I mean, I, yeah. And, and except the reason this kind of turned more serious is because, I, you know, as we talk about it, I, I said, I'm not scared, but I recognize that the situation is scary. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. with me, you know, um, working remote now because, you know, because of the pandemic, I'd, I'd leave the house, you know, even less often than I did before, which means in some days I, I may go like three or four days without leaving the house. And, and so I'm not out there all the time, but that also in some ways gives me a comfort because I'm not outside. And I kind of feel protected mm-hmm. and sheltered because I'm in my own little world away from the rest of the world. But the rest of the world is still out there waiting for me. And even if I stay indoors in my home, you know, for three or four solid days, I am eventually going to have to go outside and interact with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's like every fifth encounter. It's any time it could happen. So doesn't really matter, you know, I can I can feel, you know, separated from everything when I'm at home, but again, I'm going to have to go outside sometime and then that's when that concern really you know, rears its head. But even then right. in my own home, I still not necessarily safe. Cuz my my home is not on another planet. It's not in another dimension. It's right here, smack dab in the middle of everything else. And mm-hmm. I don't have to go out into a situation that could be trouble. Trouble could find its way to me. Trouble finds its way to people all the time for various reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hell, you wake up one day and you realize you got cancer. That's trouble finding its way to you. You know, it's so it could be anything. And, you know, and I think in some ways, like I, I kind of, you know, convince myself that you know it, it, it's it's only waiting for me when i go outside but it's it's not it's it's always there and they said when i talk about it then it makes 
and like I say, it makes the fear more real, but it does make it more mm-hmm. more more present. And yeah. it's yeah. it and like I said, it's it's scary to think about. Um and I've never had any I'm gonna tell you right now, I've never had any any um any like issues with police. Like I mean I've I've talked to police and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, for you know, for a variety of reasons. Uh none involving me doing anything wrong, you know. I've, I've you know, had a traffic uh like situation or two um but i've never really had any bad encounters with police so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say anything bad about police i've never had anyone but that's just like me saying i've never had you know a bad encounter with you know somebody at best buy i mean you know it's like it, it doesn't. It doesn't mean it's not possible. I just haven't had one, you know. So right. it. I mean, it can always. It can always happen. But as where some people have had, you know, almost every encounter be a bad one, you know, I haven't. Um, right. Right. You know. So I. So I can't really speak on that to the degree that some people can. I can just say that you know, like there are some bad people out there, whoever they may be, whatever they may do. I have been fortunate enough to not have had that. And that, and that's right, all it is. Right. I can just say it's not because of anything that I can necessarily say. I think in some ways it's the, to, you know, how, where I live, you know, how I live, that sort of thing. And who I am as a person, not being like, I'm a straight arrow, but you know, I'm a comic book geek, you know? So, I mean, like this, that, that really basically says a lot about me right there, which is, you know, <laughs> it's like, you're a nerd that doesn't that doesn't leave the house for three or four days at a time. <laughs> You've been like that way your whole <laughs> life. So, you know, so yeah, the, your interactions with that is going to be a lot less than, you know, someone that, you know, goes and hangs out, you know, with their friends at, you know, you know like B-dubs every Friday. You know, right. But, you know, that's, but I said, like, if I talk about it, I, I, it does become, you know, a little more like, there it is. It's, it's, it's around me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like, I mean, this is really just, you know, right there out our back door at this point, you know, I mean, because you, you were saying that you had uh, a curfew in, in your town? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's still on. I think, I don't think it is anymore, but yeah, it was for a couple of days. It, it's probably not, but yeah, I mean, like, the, the town I work in has had, um, I don't know if it's had a curfew, but it's had a lot of, a lot of demonstrations going on. I mean, there's demonstrations going on in my hometown. There's demonstrations going on in Camelot's town where he works. I mean, like, it's, you know, it, it's here. We, you know, there's there's precious little keeping keeping things from getting really bad really fast. Uh, well, last week, um, during the curfew, my mom needed to take her car up to the, uh, to the, the, uh, the mechanic. So we, when we dropped her car off, and then... Um, she came over to my house and had dinner and then it's like, okay, I'd take her home. And I took her home and when I dropped her off, it was like 10 o'clock and the curfew was at eight. And, Oof. and I was like, Oh, Oh boy. You know? And I'm like, yeah, it's like, I don't really, I don't really know if, if, if someone were to stop me and ask a question, like, I'm not sure if they're like, Oh, well, yeah, you know, my mom came over and we had dinner and I'd take her crop. I'm not sure if that would be a suitable answer as to why I'm out. There were other people out too. Right. There were some people walking down the street, which I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's not really, you know, uh, you're just taking a walk. It, it 
I don't think that's a good, really good reason, but I guess all my reason wasn't really that great either, you know? So, you know, <laughs> so that, that, that did, that did worry me a little bit. And I was like, Oh, you know, should I drive really fast to get home as fast as I can? Or should I drive really slow and not you call it, bring any attention to myself? <laughs> or, or should Oh no, both of these look suspicious. <laughs> so I, I just, I just, I, I took my, I took a long way home. I just made right turns all the way. Just like, you know, turn, 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 turn. I just stayed off the main roads. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. But, you know, it, I, I, I will say this, you know, um, I appreciate everybody's, everybody's, you know, efforts to look out for one another. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say this as a, you know, as, you know, American or anything, just as people on this planet. I just, I, I think it's, I think it's just, you know, I'm not even going to say it's your duty. It's not your duty. You're not, you're not, you don't have to look out for anybody. You don't even have to look out for yourself. But I would say mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing to do to look out for yourself and look out for the people around you. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I appreciate it's just being a decent person. Yeah, and I appreciate the people that are out there doing it. Whether you, whether you're out there, you know, whether you're posting something on social media, whether you're out there in the street, or maybe you're just not being an asshole. Not being an asshole is is also a good way of saying, hey, you know, I, you know, I, I respect you as a person and these people are just by not being an asshole. You don't have to be out there, you know, like posting and telling people you can just be a good person. Being a good person is, yeah. um, what do you call that thing? Um, being a good person. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It goes shockingly far. <laughs> And there's not a lot of people thinking of that as the solution, but it's amazing just how far that goes. We have run really, really long on this. I'd we have. Um, we might as well just round this out to two hours and make it a two-episode thing. Yeah, I don't really know if there's a good breaking point in this, but I will say. Oh, uh, there's not, but I'll, I'll figure it out. You always do. I'll find something. So, um, uh. The, to, to, to wrap this up, and you know, like I said, I, I, I really, I really am uh, not to say upset, but I'm really am uh, kicking myself for going more serious than I really wanted to. When I just really wanted to make fun of those people um, again, not not because they tried, but because eh, you really didn't try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in a lot of ways, I feel like this kind of stuff is unavoidable, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, we kept emotion out of this and we really didn't say a whole lot of like, well, this is my opinion. We just basically said, you know, here's here's what we're seeing. Yeah. So, but I, I think we handled this about as well as we can, given that we're a comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think because so I was actually watching uh, Dave Chappelle the other day because um, I got um, HBO Max. And HBO Max has, uh, you know, a bunch of HBO stuff on there. And they had the old, uh, like, HBO, uh, like, what, One Night Stand comedy or comedy half hour things. And that was, like, the first time I ever saw Dave Chappelle was during this one. Um, and I went back and rewatched that one. And uh, and it was kind of funny. And he's not the only person. I'm just, I'm just uh, using him as an example because I just saw it recently. But right. looking back on his career, he's always made it a point to bring race into like his comedy. And again, he's mm-hmm. not the only person that's ever done it. I mean, almost, I would say a 
good 80% of comedians, you know, will bring up some serious topic. I, I would say 50% of them will bring up race. 80% of them will bring up something serious to them. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, they'll kind of make jokes about it, but also be like, hey, this is something serious. But, you know, I can kind of poke fun at it, but it's something serious. And he's always made a point to bring up race in that. And then, like I said, kind of poke fun at it, but also be like, yeah, I'm poking fun, but this is real, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So a, as a comedy podcast, I think that, you know, it, it we we sh- maybe should sometimes, you know, do the same. Um, I think so. But to bring things, to end it on a lighter note, I'm sure you've heard about it. But in case you haven't, I would like to take just a moment or two to talk about this new movie that is on uh, Netflix. Have you heard about this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so it's absolutely fantastic. So this uh, this movie um, is uh, by this. The director's name is Olivier Megaton, which cannot be cannot be a real name. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Uh, he is he's <laughs> he's French. Um, and I was reading some stuff and people were really talking. They were talking some heavy shit about him, like just uh, just really being a, a bad director. And uh, some people that had watched this this movie that's on Netflix and just how bad it was. So uh, I am probably not pronouncing his name right. And so if I can't if, if I'm not pronouncing his name right, then I'm just going to purposely pronounce it wrong. So Olivier <laughs> Megaton, I'm just going to call him Oliver Megatron. So oh, yeah. so <laughs> Oliver Megatron here has this movie that's on uh, that is on uh, Netflix. It just came out like I think last week called The Last Days of American Crime. So this movie, I have not heard this at all. You've not heard of this. Fantastic. Nope. I'm just getting around to watching Tiger King, man. <laughs> I still haven't tried to get into that. It's, it's still too new for Dude, me. Dude, it is a, it's a fucking trip, man. <laughs> so, um, this movie is like two and a half hours long. And what brought it to my attention was that somebody posted something, I think it was on Reddit, that was like, this is the first movie that has been given a zero rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and like i you know I'm, I'm every day i check blu-ray.com to see like what new blu-ray releases and stuff like that are coming out and that way i can make sure i get my, my special editions because you know I'm, I'm all about that shit they yeah. i believe they gave it like half a star out of like 10 and i've never <laughs> seen a rating that low <laughs> and it is apparently this Two and a half hour film is like the worst movie ever made. I mean, <laughs> this movie makes like the room look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> I and and you haven't heard about this? No, oh, this is all brand new. Yeah, so like I said, apparently this movie, like the reviews on it are absolutely atrocious and. And again, it's it's you know, I was I, I heard about it on Reddit and I just kind of looked at a couple places, but people that were commenting on it were saying that they couldn't make it past like the first half hour, like they they some people <laughs> some people only made it like fifteen minutes, and but most people were saying that they couldn't go past a half hour before they're like I just can't this movie is horrible, 
And not only is like the directing supposedly really bad, but the acting is horrible. The plot is horrible. <laughs> it's, and I'm like, uh, and yeah, you know, we've talked about how I don't put any stock in Rotten Tomatoes anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. to be given a zero rating, and then for Blu-ray, <laughs> who, yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, I guess, in my opinion, they're maybe a little higher up than some of the other like reviews. But I mainly when I'm looking yeah. at their reviews, I'm looking at their that their reviews of like Blu-ray releases. Uh, you know, how's the audio? Um, how's the video? You know, how, what's this remastered edition? Is it any good or better than the last remastered edition that came out? And but I have checked out some of their things and been like, you know, okay, let me, let me just see what you, what you think of it and then kind of read why they thought that. But for them to give such a low rank to it, I was like, this has got to be just like, one of the worst things ever made. I mean. Yeah, it would have to be just like borderline unwatchable to get ratings like that. I, I think it is. I think I this this movie uh, is going to make the Phantom of Paradise <laughs> <laughs> seem like a gym. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it, if you since you haven't really heard anything about it, I would just just Google it and just kind of see like some of the some of the the, the hits you get and like what they say about it. But yeah, this movie is supposed to be absolutely atrocious. And I guess besides the reviewers who have no choice but to watch the whole thing, which if I was a movie reviewer and I'm watching a movie that's like two hours long, if I get through an hour and a half of it and the movie is just god awful, I, I know it would be wrong, but I really don't see the need of watching the, the 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 last 30 minutes. I mean, you know, I don't right. think there's anything that can happen that's going to redeem this movie at that point. Yeah, if it's, yeah. If it's shit all the way up to it. I mean, that'd be like you going on a date and then like the entire <laughs> date is just horrible, horrible. But then you're like, well, maybe, maybe I'll just, you know, I won't try to end the date early. I'll still, we'll still go on the walk through the park and maybe in the end I'll get lucky. But, like, but do you even want to? Do you even want to get lucky at that point? I mean, the whole day's been shit uh, at this point. Do you even really care? Having been there and done that, I can promise it's not worth it. So, <laughs> so, so no, you don't. Let me just answer that for you. So as a movie reviewer, I know it would be wrong to be like, to like yeah, this movie just sucked. And you know, once I got like three quarters of the way, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just done. And that probably wouldn't be a good thing. But honestly, I can't see any movie that at the end just would really. I mean, like I said, if you know, sometimes you like the movie, like the plot, like this is just like this is just nonsensical. Then you get to the end, like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, it's still not good, yeah. but yeah, okay, that kind of brought it all around. But if it's just like right, really, right. really bad, like all the way through, and like there's nothing that's gonna redeem it. Uh, yeah, you know, at that point, if I were a reviewer, rather than saying that I skipped out for the last fourth of it, I would just say, and the ending wasn't even satisfying. And then that way, it would sound like I watched it. But, <laughs> but apparently, and it's it's one thing to have like an hour and a half long piece of shit, but a two and a half hour long piece of shit, like yeah. somewhere along the way, you know, when you look at the dailies, you have to be like, um, <laughs> maybe not 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 to cancel the movie itself, but be like maybe we should change something here yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean they have to pre-screen this stuff we i mean like i, I know they pre-screen stuff so at some point you have to realize like wow none of my audience like any of this <laughs> and i think with netflix and you know sometimes i think you make these these contracts with these people these deals oh and yeah then, like if the movie is garbage they still kind of have to show it 
Yeah, I mean, I was like, I paid yeah. for it. I might as well put it up there. I mean, if, it, if I had to put it in theaters, maybe not. That's like that's a whole cost. But for me to just put it streaming out there, but like, eh, okay, you know, what the hell? Somebody will watch yeah, it. Net- yeah, Netflix pushes out some garbage. Some some of their uh, little indie films are really, really good, but a lot of times they'll just push out some absolute crap. Uh, All right, well, let's do a closer for the actual podcast. Okay. <laughs> we'll be good to go. All right, well, we took a quick detour for a micro episode. I guess we're still calling it yeah. that. I'm still calling it that, <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think this was, I, I think it was good for us to get this out of our system and have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, I, 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 I appreciate that you care. I appreciate that you care. You know, just, yeah, just care a little harder next time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just don't care so stupidly. Yeah. Because I mean, and we can start seeing some forward progress here for a change. Because yeah, I mean, I, not to be little, you know, there, there is thought. Now I'm not gonna say intention of thought, but that is the equivalent of like finding a penny on the floor of Seven Eleven and picking it up, looking at the at the jar that's like you know, please give to. And then putting the penny in your pocket and walking out the door. That's pretty much what that was. <laughs> I think I think it's a little bit closer to like looking at the jar and then just throwing the penny right into the eye of the cashier. <laughs> Here you go. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I, I would I would say it's more like this. It's seeing seeing the the uh, the little donate thing and taking a penny from the take a penny leave a penny and putting it in there. <laughs> God, I had I have uncles that would do that shit. It's embarrassing as fuck. Are you fuck. serious? Please tell me you're joking. <laughs> I've never seen them do it. I'm just saying, knowing what I know about oh. their attitudes and their personalities, I would not be a bit surprised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that, I would think that's the equivalent of that. I mean, like, but like, <laughs> oh yeah, much. I don't mind donating. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 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 people google is not a bad thing <laughs> if you were about to do anything that thousands of people are going to see pause take stock of the situation and, mm-hmm. and, and ask google is what i'm about to do stupid because yeah. <laughs> google will have answers for you <laughs> yeah, yeah it is a it, it, well, pause is okay you don't have to just say pause you know like in place of no homo you can actually say, say pause and really pause and think about something. <laughs> you know, kind of kind of let Morgan Freeman narrate the scene there. <laughs> now, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> but he decided to check with a real authority first. <laughs> yeah. When I was a young boy, I learned the benefit of taking a pause before doing something stupid. <laughs> Now, Andy Dufresne, <laughs> he learned the value of Google one day. <laughs> Camera wipes over, he's at the computer, he's like, huh, turns out that would be horribly racist. I guess I won't be doing that. <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> then, that's what we need to do. We need to make, we need to make like, like five minute movies with a person and be like, 
Mom, I don't think I want to go to summer camp this year. Friday 13th's over. <laughs> I never told you that that's what I wanted to do, was just like horror movies where the people have common yeah, sense. Yeah, you did tell me you, you, that, that. I was just thinking, yeah. like, like, like other ones. Yeah, like, like, um, uh, uh, what's that one? Um, ah, shit. Uh, Fatal Attraction. It'd be like, oh, yeah. be like, you know what? Maybe I'll just go home and jack off. <laughs> movie's over <laughs> or like King Kong where it's like oh what's that oh they're they're saying that there's giant monsters all over this island well <laughs> guess we should go home guys this sounds dangerous <laughs> they, they actually do that in one of the Simpsons ones it's uh it's like why do they call it you know uh like uh it's like I, I wish uh what was he he's, he's like oh uh, like uh why are we it's like uh i wish we were going to skull island and it goes i wish we we're going to like uh i don't know like monkey island something like that and he's he's, he's like he's like why it's like why it's like it's like what do they have there it's like he's like oh they got monkeys but they're just not as big <laughs> it's, it's, i just fucked up the whole thing but it's, it's, it's like like it's like oh yeah it's like i wish we were going here it's like oh it's the same thing there's really no difference <laughs> Sorry, I fucked up the joke. You guys are probably like you idiot, you <laughs> idiot. Uh, but we can just do Fight Club in five minutes, where he just goes to a psychiatrist and gets help. <laughs> I would just be like, he he just becomes an alcoholic instead. But like, if I can't get regular sleep, I'll just drink myself till I pass out. <laughs> yeah, the the movie just plays out the exact same till he's with the doctor. He's like, can I please just have something to help me sleep? And it's like. You know what? You're right. Here, take this. <laughs> he goes, credits roll. <laughs> he, he leaves that doctor and goes see another one and buys some prescription for weed. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Gets his medicinal marijuana card. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we should do. She'd be like, oh, oh, movies that are solved by like by like getting your marijuana card. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Tyler Durden's still there, but they're just hanging out getting stones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Could you punch me in the face? <laughs> no, why would I do that? You're right. <laughs> it's a bad idea. It would hurt. It's like, <laughs> Dr. Banner, there is no way to remove that much gamma radiation from you. But I think I know a way to keep you from getting so angry all the time. <laughs> like, oh man, this works so well. <laughs> like, there's the end of the Hulk. But then, of, between this and the essential oils, I'm all set. But then, of course, at, at the end of the movie, you see like the world comes to an end because the aliens still show up. But then they're like. Where the fuck is Dr. Banner? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> he's just sitting there pumping away. It's like... Dude, are there aliens attacking? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what alien it's, weeds <laughs> is like. It's the big face off in the adventure. He's like, that's my secret, Cap. It is a big bag of weed. <laughs> just falls face down in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and then Captain America goes, fuck the language. <laughs> yeah, all, all, the, all the movies that could have been solved by weed. 
We're gonna get so many views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That'll probably be our biggest, our biggest podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sure as hell not gonna be racist, baby. Yeah. Anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing we procrastinated on that one. <laughs> now, not, not. I don't think every movie can be solved by weed, though. You know. So, well, I think I think we'll also talk about like this is the one that can't be solved by weed. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So I, I I don't I don't think I don't think weed would fix anything in Watchmen, you know. Uh, it would definitely calm Rorschach down a bit. <laughs> well, for you'd have to. Oh, but it also makes you. It also makes you more paranoid. Yeah, I was gonna say you'd have to first <laughs> trick him into smoking it, but but you know, like blowing bong hits him in the face of Doctor Manhattan. I don't think it really changed anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just. <laughs> Night Owl has some baked into some brownies, and when he breaks into his apartment, he accidentally eats those instead. <laughs> <laughs> Fine like this. <laughs> and it's like, what are you going to do? I find weed to be really interesting. I think we're going to go to a planet and grow some. <laughs> and, he, and someone looks at like, like, like a telescope, and you see like the moon is just all green. <laughs> This whole monologue on Mars is just him, like, toking it up and talking to Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Man, I'm tired of this world. <laughs> tired of these people. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan grows, like, a special kind of, like, weed on, on the moon. It's called green cheese. Ugh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> So yes, I don't, I don't. I don't think anything would, would play out like it wouldn't. It wouldn't stop the tentacle monster from coming or anything like that. It would just be like, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> all part of Awesome Andy's plan. <laughs> so he just gets them all hooked on weed, so they're not a threat to him. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I can see like like Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, with. Uh, like you know the kids from elm street they all get together and just get just baked and then of course then they all fall asleep and he's like he's like you know welcome to prime time bitch like dude you're blocking the tv i was like i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> and he's like, like yeah all right man everyone's gonna die sometime man i'm just like, like dude he said he's gonna kill me but like, what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> Then you know, like Freddie gets so pissed off, he just starts just killing. He just become like like an anti drug <laughs> advocate and everything. <laughs> just smoke weed. <laughs> I'm coming after you. <laughs> he just becomes a total straight face. <laughs> One, two, Freddie's looking for you. <laughs> yeah. So. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, so we'll, we'll come back and do a, like a whole podcast about you know <laughs> <laughs> about how weight would alter the effects of different movies. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> All right, so uh, so I'm sorry. We were supposed to be closing out the other movie, weren't or the other podcast, weren't we? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to be wrapping this one up, but it, it's good that we ended on a cheery yes. note. So 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 yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, thanks thanks for giving us a listen, folks. Uh, be sure to check out some of our other episodes. We don't usually get quite so heavy in our topics. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, definitely check us out. So, 
is last thing I'm going to say. Last thing I'm going to say. Absolutely last thing I'm going to say, I swear. Okay? Which is, <laughs> you know, things are really bad right now. And they're, you know, I think they're getting to a point where they're going to get much, much worse. Are they going to start getting better? Yeah. If, yeah. if they started leaning towards the much, much worse, I think that the only way I would be satisfied with things, if things got worse, is if I pulled out a Meeseeks box and it like hit the button. Oh, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. How can I help? And like, <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks, solve racism. Ah! <laughs> and then watch him call these other Meeseeks and just watch the whole world just go fucking nuts with Meeseeks everywhere. I'd be okay with that. I'm not used to living this long. It's getting weird. <laughs> you wrote me into this. Well, he wrote me into this. <laughs> I'm kind of a... Well, over there. <laughs> I'm kind of a stick with me, Seek. So how do you feel about Asians? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So see, yeah, I, that that that'd be I'd be okay with you and be like, oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah, if it if it if it had to get worse, right? Then that that that'd be okay with me. Yep, sounds like a plan. And then they <laughs> then they have to summon that off-brand red me seeks. What was that? Was that an IKEA uh, me seeks or what they call it? Costco me seeks and he comes out and he's like, yo, life matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of feel the red me seeks would be like, none of y'all matter. Woo, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Later, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> right there folks that was our moms think we're funny let's uh let's give them a hand <laughs>